Yeah. My bitch drive all white, right? Yeah. Mm. Happy birthday. Mm. 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 YG. Told you. I'm going to give you what you look. See? I'm still here. You're still here. It's birthday weekend. We celebrate. We put respect on some of our, some of my favorite rappers right now. Yeah. We gonna show some some love to these millennial rappers. I can show love to him because it's his birthday. Come on, it just after jerk with me. You don't you don't respect his his. You gotta respect his knee slams when he get down. And you gotta respect the length of his pants. You gotta respect his church shoes, right? I got to. I got to. His church church shoes and white socks. But when he starts rapping, come on, man. Like I'm here for two chains. Come on. Come on, C major. What's up? What's up? You don't. I don't want to smoke with him. Oh, oh, oh I know you don't want. <laughs> no, you don't want smoke with him. I'm that nigga on the back street with the fat heat. Niggas better run like athletes. I'm that nigga. I'm that nigga. He made me think about who I love. I started thinking about it. Yeah, write a list. Yeah, that's where I read. I pulled out a sheet of paper and a pencil. Yeah. Who do I love? Who do you love, C Major? Miss Janelle? I'm I'm quite clear on who I love. Okay. Bitch, who do you love? That's all I'm trying to say. Bitch, who do you love? It's somebody else's birthday in the past 48 hours. Okay. And you're going to put some respect on this name, too. Now that I got y'all warmed up and y'all hyphy and shit. <laughs> Let's get into it. Hey, come on, Miss Janelle. Hey, come on, Miss Janelle. You got C Major snapping? I'm talking about you. I want you to put some respect on Shad's name. At least for 24 hours. Whoa, 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 Donnie. No, yeah, hey. oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> my, shit, my shit locked up over here. He said 24 hours. <laughs> I can give you a smooth too. Because <laughs> I can't promise by the end of this episode <laughs> that I might lose some respect for Shaw's name. Come on. Let's put some respect on Bow Weezy's. He ain't, I, fuck okay. up. he ain't fuck up the game. He fucked up the game. He, he fucked up the game. He fucked up the game. He was Mr. 106 for a reason. Young, young goat. But more, yeah. 
different kind of girl So like I don't see not putting no respect on my man like you. Right, you ain't play you ain't play the cut that that would, that would do it for me Oh oh what oh, cut is oh, that Oh, what, 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 what do for you? There you go. I put respect on his name all day for this one. Okay. I'm trying to think of what cut does it for me. Oh, oh, I, oh, he got hits. What do you want? What do you want? I think, I think for me, as fresh as I miss. Mm, okay. Mm, yeah. I think. I think. Y'all yeah, know what this is. That's what I'm saying. Everybody got a favorite Bow Wow. Everybody. Maybe not my kids. <laughs> But everybody at this table got a favorite about Weezy. Do it, C Major. Oh, oh, yes. Oh. He throw the choreo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Marianas. Yes. He popped that shit. Oh, man. This is what Jermaine told Bow Wow. Hey, I know you was trying to be. Grow your braids back. <laughs> I know what you was trying to do, mm-hmm. but Marion got braids popping again. You need to get your braids back too. <laughs> Cut it out. Let's sell these records. <laughs> All right, Miss Janelle. This, this definitely speaks to the time by the production, but this type of production was the shit for the time. Uh, he, he just got hit. When I, was I eight, could keep I going. Was not game plan. Watch a snoop anxiously Jermaine said, come on back. Come on. I got I got a million. Hey, you want to sell a million again? I got you. Say I got it bad. 18 nigga making more than your dad. See? They think they doing it, but I'ma outdo them. Take to the very beginning. Happy birthday, Shad. Thank you. Come on. Come on. This is Young Bow. Yes. You know what I mean? he was running down the street, yeah. right? With his blowout. I don't need I don't need little bow telling me to peep game. Hey. I appreciate you, Brad. 
stop it. No, I mean, stop it, y'all. Stop it. Okay. Yeah, oh, see, they talk when you. All right, I got Miss Janelle. That's all I wanted. That's it. That's all I wanted. I'll respect him for three hours. Come on. It's a birthday weekend. I can't do it 24. I can't do it. 24. All right, all right. Well, now that we got warmed up, Major, why don't you drop that single for him? Because we celebrating the single, even though you dropped it on here. A long time ago, just the fact that it's on all DSPs. Yo, crazy. C Major been on a single release party and tour. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah motherfuckers been showing love like, like, like this first time this shit been out. It don't matter. It don't matter. I appreciate it. <laughs> Fuck it. This the time that count. Yeah. <laughs> I say what's up to my bras, I'm like what's oh, up God, in this bitch I, I say what's up now. to my dogs, I'm always stuck in the pit I leveled <laughs> up with the fit, just to fuck up your event Now motherfuckers say what's up because I'm up in this bitch yeah. I don't mean to offend, but you up the defense Cause I expose the corruption my brothers run up against I might just roll up a spliff, I might just roll with a fifth I might just talk to you like my bro hit your soul with a wrist And to the root of it all, I'm who I go up against Staying potent with black thoughts, although most of them mixed Long as you coating my shit and some emotions get hit, then I ain't mad even if it lack promotion and shit. Too many past blames say I lack emotion and when I try to show I care, they say it's not the most genuine. Damn, it's not the most genuine. Now I'm thinking to myself like here we going again. Well, I guess that I could blame my dad. Them touching heart to hearts we never had And I'm never mad Cause I'm learning to know better Just trying to grow fella So that I could be a better dad And I'm nowhere near saying My pops was hella trash Dead fucking great for being something That he never had Boxed in the corner Wondering would he ever last And came out the champ on top Did it with hella class it's just a vibrant thing to get up on these tracks and let my mind just sing. I'm Don't the give him the whole thing, rap, make him go get it. This the sky's been claimed, better find your I just get so amped for the second verse. Yeah, go get that shit, because that yeah. second verse is 5 2. Um, okay, sweat yourself first a little bit. I say what's up to my broads. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I'm going to go to work and say what's up to my broads. <laughs> <laughs> See how that turns out. <laughs> What's up in this bitch? <laughs> yeah. What's up in this bitch? Supervisor? <laughs> What's up in this bitch, Daniel? <laughs> Let's see what he says. See, what he, see, see how, how that goes? goes. See how it goes. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome to this week's episode of Reels and Fills. I am your host, T. Greasy, with my co-host. Chanel. And our producer, extraordinaire. C Major. Just drop that single, Vibrant. He's an MC on all streaming platforms. And Miss Janelle, how can we find him and not that UK? If you don't want to run into the UK, Bama, you have to type "vibrant" first. Yeah, and then C E E hyphen major. Yeah, but once you get to the C E E, he pops up. There you go. But vibrant first, because if you go in with C major. UK nigga the UK just nigga pop up All over your screen If you want to report his shit though <laughs> <laughs> You can always do that do some hating shit 
Absolutely. Let's get into this John news. Kanye West's EMI contract states he's not allowed to retire. I think this is fair. Hey, Mom. Uh, a, a, little, a little bit of background information about this due to Kanye's erratic behavior in the past. Mm. EMI basically said you can't just do some wild shit <laughs> and decide. We, we're not honoring that. No, 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 no. You must fulfill this contract. If you're re-signing with us, the shit you was doing on tour last no time. No, no. So I think this is fair. Yeah, absolutely. I think the headline is misleading. Yeah, tells you that he's he basically signed a life contract, which that's not the case. No, he's just an erratic. He has a history of erratic behavior, and EMI just wants to make sure that they're compensated. And fairly if he fucks around and you wake up in the morning feeling away yeah says damn it i, re- I retire oh well no the fuck you know well, well you need to come up come with the, pay the, cut the check cut the check <laughs> so a lot of people talk about slavery's a choice <laughs> and i'm like that's, <laughs> that's a harsh way to go harsh way to look at like like grease said the headline will suggest one thing, but if you look deeper, they're really just protecting their interests. Mm. And he agreed to it. Yeah, yeah, and he signed the papers. He didn't have to. No. Couldn't. There's other companies. Let's move on. Principal in Prince George's County apologizes for saying N-word during Black History Assembly. You know how you should. I had a lot of moments this week where I shouldn't have laughed as hard as I did. Okay. And this is one of them. All right. What you giving me, (laughs) Sylvester? Morrow. No, let's get her whole name. Her whole name? <laughs> Joy Morrow said in a press release obtained by Fox 5 Tuesday that the school the school was scheduled to host its annual Black History Assembly late Thursday when 40 minutes before its start, the keynote speaker canceled. That's when she says she offered to recreate a talk she gave 25 years ago on what Dr. Martin Luther King's teachings meant in my life. Morrow, who grew up in Dubuque, Iowa, mm-hmm. said she prefaced her talk with students in the 6th through 12th grades by drawing them closer and explaining to them that she would, quote, be giving them a testimony of how God worked in my life through Dr. King's teachings, end quote. She says she told the students she was going to use the N-word in her talk, so she warned them. Mm. Which would explain what she experienced as a child who grew up in an all-white racist community in Iowa. Do you think these kids in Prince George County have no clue of what racism is? (laughs) That's my first question. In her talk, Morrow says in debut, quote, they were still burning crosses in the 1970s, end quote. She says she explains to the students 
the language that was used during that time to engender fear, hatred, and loathing of African Americans. Jamal says during this point in her talk, she used the N-word to explain what was said to me as a child. I'm sorry, this is a quote. Quote, to explain what was said to me as a child and the emotional fear it it, it, it engendered. Mm-hmm. Love, she loves this word. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about how such language is used to transmit hate to a young child. In hindsight, in, in quote, excuse me, in hindsight, Morrow says the N-word instead and acted to distract some of the children rather than impacting the students. No shit. To understand the negative power this word had on shaping a young child for this reason and others, I regret using it. End quote. I thought they were going to say when she used it. I was looking for the for the actual quote of what she, how she used it, and <laughs> you niggas just don't get it. No, oh, yeah, I was waiting for some shit like the that. The thing is, they allowed her to apologize, and I think that's the extent of what happened because it's like uh, we we live in an age where nuance is not allowed. And again, it's not like she came in talking about gold all on my ring, nigga, nigga, nigga. <laughs> she was expressing. <laughs> I actually would prefer that. I would, if that was, yeah. Holy shit. We need to get this lady a medal. Of but songs. you, but if you understand that you have to preface your talk with the N word, you need to continue with the energy of saying the N word. Yeah. Because. We get it. The, yeah, All you have we, to we say understand. is that. <laughs> like, once you slide into nigger. Yeah. If you had said, I'm going to use nigger. Right. Don't say I'm going to use the N-word. That means you already understand. And you understand that if you gave this talk 25 years ago, the, the climate is different now. It's totally different now. Yeah. Whether you agree with the climate or not. Right. It's just different. Let's move on. Billionaire dies during Paris penis enlargement operation. Billionaire diamond trader. Now this is where this is where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. Ari, Lin- I'm gonna leave the last day. <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> his pursuit of a plentiful penis has ended his death. Is ended in his death. Excuse me. The 65-year-old Big Wheel died of a heart attack at a private Paris hospital where he was undergoing a penis enlargement procedure. At 65. I'm like, you just, he, he must have just became a billionaire. Because if he's had this dough, you don't wait till 65 nah, to get your, your, and your I'm, Jimmy And I'm right. a billionaire. You're going to suck this tiny dick anyway. Yeah. Because I'm a billionaire. That? How about that? How about that? How about I'm not risking injury or death if I'm a billionaire? He, he, it, it had to be really small. Like, if a dude ain't proud of his meat, the money don't help sometimes. <laughs> But I feel like if he had been rolling like that, he would have got it done a lot earlier. Because now, even if your even if your meat is swole, you're still sixty five. So it's like, nigga, you still you got, got old nuts. You still got old nuts. <laughs> so you probably have to use a pill at this yeah, point. Yeah, you the penis enlargement bad. had to. You gotta. Okay, my meat getting bigger and it's going. It's going to be. Ready for action whenever mm-hmm. I needed to be action. Mm-hmm. I'm not just going in there getting big meat. Mm-hmm. Like you got to implant some type of transmitter, some type right. of remote control operated uh, uh, fob, <laughs> <laughs> something 
I could just swipe down there and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, nobody knows like, what I'm saying. See, I hear what you're saying. I, I understand. It, it needs to be some extra shit. Right. When I've got the money and the means, it gotta be it got you've gotta offer me a great deal with what my meat can do for me to undergo this type of thing at, at 65. Because there's a lot of broke bammers with small meat who are happy, yeah. who are just fine. Because mm-hmm. somebody's sitting on it. Somebody's putting their mouth somebody's on it. Somebody's rubbing on it. Yeah. They're fine. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> got it between their Some... two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> but at 65, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I think you're right. It had to be like a light switch or something. <laughs> <laughs> because at that point it can't just be uh, uh, unless your ego was so crushed by looking at your your meat every day and then you know i don't have no sympathy for this dude anyway because he's a diamond trader yeah and diamonds are fuck plentiful em. and they scam never mind. yeah fuck that fuck all of that um r kelly mm. was taken into custody for child like child uh child support uh, child support and then released yeah right so we a random person who has remained unidentified based on the treatment of the lady who posted bail for him uh now somebody else has come through and paid the 161 okay so can i stop hearing from his ex-wife now that's my big question i'm I'm hoping i don't ever need to see her ever again and they cut the check you shouldn't be i don't ever want to see Mrs. Kelly ever again. She That's to, fair. she to me has been the one <laughs> the one tarnished take your time. <laughs> <laughs> you got your fist up. <laughs> take your time. <laughs> I just I don't like her. Okay. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Okay. I don't like her. I'm sure she went through hell. Mm-hmm. I just don't like her character. All right. And and that could be a direct result of what happened to her mm-hmm. and, and and if that's the case um i still don't like her okay so her <laughs> character is, is really shady so mrs kelly you have your money now Shut be quiet up. uh r kelly's ex-attorney says that the singer took anti-libido shots to suppress urges sticking with the r kelly theme mm-hmm. Do we believe the, do we believe this? And I, I'm at the point now. It's so much shit being being tossed around in the world. Mm-hmm. In any industry, in any genre, political, entertainment wise, business. I need I need. Show me a doctor's order. Um, Where'd you get the shot? My my thinking on this, this is his former attorney. I'm guessing that he feels like the privilege is no longer intact. Okay. I get that. Um, HIPAA, however, is still intact, so he can't go and pull records and things of that nature. Him saying this, I think, is his way of saying that I defended him knowing that he probably engaged in this behavior does that, without saying that does that make him complicit no because that's what if you're an attorney if you're a defense attorney you don't care if the person did it or not your job is to prepare defense okay 
and that's just what it is okay and so he in that respect he did his job um but i think that this was his way of speaking on how it went without necessarily saying how it went anti-libido shots though let's 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 examine Hmm. (laughs) let's examine what that might be Hmm. I heard, well, actually, not heard. I watched the television show, and we know how television is so real. I'm just going to preface with that. (laughs) Uh, Well, this gentleman was going to get, uh, he was in a similar, well, he was actually uh, a pedophile. Uh, He hated the fact that he was a pedophile. Mm -hmm. And so uh, he was getting shots of estrogen. Okay. To counterbalance his libido and to make the urges go away Mm. so i'm thinking you know based on that fact (laughs) coming from a television show i'm thinking the libido shots were shots of estrogen which i'm like now i want to examine what r kelly looks like now you want to see his titty guy i want to see his hips Mm. (laughs) Mm. i think that uh estrogen is the step that you take before you because there is chemical castration okay and i don't think that he wanted to not be functioning in that way so that might have happened okay um but again like you said we we don't know anything right we just have people but i need talking. to see i need to see robert's hips <laughs> you want to see <laughs> i need to see his legs see if he got hairdresser hips yeah <laughs> okay. i want to see his nails this is a few things i want to just check out i just want to see something <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. I'm not doing this. And Gail, she just looked at him. She said, Robert. That's all she said. She said it just like that. And then, you know, I killed him. He was getting upset. He said, This is not me. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this stuff. Y'all killing me with this. Say stuff. Yeah, he actually cussed. But, you know, I'm just, that's all I'm going to say. And then Gail, she looked at him and she was, she just said his name. She said, Robert. And she said it two times. Robert. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, then he was getting real upset. He said, I gave y'all 30 years of my career. 30 years of my career. Then uh, our Kelly was like, y'all are trying to kill me. You're killing me. me, man. <laughs> then Gail, she just looked at him again. She said, Robert. Robert. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question about that interview. Did you see the snippet? I did. I don't know who on his team allowed him to do that. I have some questions, though. Okay. What level of Beijing was that? No. <laughs> because I need him. No, 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 no. That's actually a better Beijing than I've seen. Yeah, to go through that, to go through that sweat, that sweat trip. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that emotional but that's tirade. What I'm saying. His level, his level is supreme. I need him <laughs> to pass that on to uh to Ray. Or is that the estrogen? Ooh. See, we not doing Ooh. this tonight. Mm. I see what you're doing. <laughs> I see what you're doing, see <laughs> And since his Beijing was on a thousand. And, he, and we assume that he doesn't have any money, right? We're we're mm-hmm. all assuming that he does. He's not liquid, at least. He's mm-hmm. not liquid. 
I need whoever applied to Beijing. I need them to talk to Gail. Gail's makeup people. Because <laughs> Gail look nuts. <laughs> I've never, I never thought to myself, I wonder how old Gail is. Never, ever, before last week. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I've never wondered about that. You was worrying about who was the real survivor? <laughs> really? <laughs> who was really going through something? I was like, is Gail okay? Is she, she had okay? lupus face. She, she does. Yeah. Has she been diagnosed? I don't know. But that's what I thought when I saw her. She does. She kind of gives me, like, that. <laughs> before Robin Roberts mm-hmm. came out and said that she had cancer the mm-hmm. first time, I told I told Gerasmo she had cancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was in her face. Yeah. I feel like Gail has something. Hmm. Robin. And she's also on something. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there. Gonna and step I'm out? gonna step out there and say that. Okay. If oh. on a scale of one to ten of her being on something. <laughs> <laughs> y'all tell me. Based on what y'all saw from that interview. Uh... and not no regular shit like like amylodipine. <laughs> <laughs> Not no pressure on amoxicillin. No pressure pills or, or like you know insulin. I'm talking about like something. Okay, look. Okay, when she started mimicking his hand movements, that looked like some shroom shit. To okay, me. that looked okay. like some that's, shroom all shit. that's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> when he started doing his little bopping uh, I'm just hands, high recognized high. It just looked like oh, this is what we do. Are we bopping our hands, <laughs> and it just. And then her level of smooth to not know that that was about to take place because like nothing quickened on her. No, nothing. No, that level of smooth. Cause I've I've popped a shroom or two that has put me in that yeah in that spot. How I recognize her? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> She's either that or Kobe. When mm-hmm. Matt Barnes threw the ball in his face, yeah. <laughs> one of the two. I don't have and on either Kobe. one, and either one is not healthy, right? Neither <laughs> one is no good. So yeah, one of the two. She ain't flinch at all. See, Major, did you see any of that? Clip? The, the clip, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, she was she was unbothered. Okay, <laughs> but it's a different level of unbothered. Like, yeah, like you know how our aunts once they hit like sixty five, they real unbothered. Yeah, nah, this was different. That this was, was different. That was different. because you, when, supreme when he jumps up, <laughs> you at least be you give a whose man's is this look. You do a look and like oh, because like even the aunties would be like, I will fuck you right. up in his mother. You she know? was just sitting there like, mm. yeah, okay, yeah, okay. but I don't know, I don't know where his team was with that. That just that was a wild decision. Oh, and then the and then to bring out the two bitches at the. The following week But let me tell you what's interesting though And I'm not a person who Claims uh, I'm not dealing with none of that Uh, I am where I am with R. Kelly But A close friend of mine who has dealt with The law He told me a while ago That when somebody says that they Beat a case They know that they did it Mm -hmm. He Went on trial for something mm-hmm. that he definitely did, mm-hmm. and he says, whenever discussing it, that he beat the case. Mm-hmm. And I found his choice of words very interesting. With that, okay. If he were to say, "I was found not guilty," let's get into or it. I was, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was exonerated. I didn't. I kind of didn't want to get this deep into it, but let's get <laughs> but, into it. Yeah. And I think about my my 
gentleman friend who has dealt with the law in that way and he was very explicit with that he said when you hear somebody say i beat it that means i definitely did that Mm -hmm. shit yeah and i got out scot absolutely and i thought that that was very and i also felt like when he said i gave you 30 years of my career he wasn't talking to the fans no he was talking about i gave y'all 30 years i was supposed to be covered right this shouldn't this shouldn't come up right again. i read that completely we're yeah. on the same page okay. another thing i read was his body language when Very he said much. no he nodded yes when he said yes mm-hmm. he not he he shook his head no mm-hmm. these are i mean just classic body language uh uh indicators mm-hmm. of somebody lying i do that shit all the time <laughs> <laughs> as a liar <laughs> I can tell you. Gerard, I'm a terrible liar. And so is Robert. But like I was having a conversation with CO and he was like, yeah, everybody going to be on this CIA shit. I said, you know, it's not really like that. The, the truth of the matter is we look at everything surrounding language first because we're not born with language. Mm-hmm. We're looking at expressions. We're looking at movements. We're listening to tone because before we knew what words were, we would get what a person was about by the way that they moved and mm-hmm. you know the way that everything around the words yeah, operated absolutely it's not like we all on some old you know lie detector shit on some no. fbi shit it's just what we naturally have because language wasn't first when you think about interactions with toddlers like we have mm-hmm. two we have two nieces and the first thing they do is they, they follow your head mm-hmm. and you get the that's the first sign of approval is the head nod yep the first sign of disapproval is shaking your head. So if I'm saying yes and shaking my head, mm-hmm. you're sending me mixed messages, mm-hmm. sir. Sorry. And they know how it sounds when you say their name calmly. They mm-hmm. know how it sounds when you say their name and you're not playing. They know all of those things. So everything matters outside of the words. But I also thought that his choice of words was very interesting. After, you know, after having the conversations with my other friend, like, no, it's, it's, a, it's a thing when somebody says they beat a case. <laughs> and so, I was like, oh, okay. I'm glad you brought that nugget to the ta- to uh, today's discussion as well as, you know, bringing out this uh, body language thing because I feel like uh, that is not really explored that much. Mm-hmm. I think people were hinting at exploring it but not quite giving in-depth analysis of why they felt that way so thank you for bringing that Mm. out and then also it says to me he doesn't believe his story oh man that that was that was because if you believe the lie you're gonna roll with the lie and you get comfortable with it yeah he's still uncomfortable right he's very uncomfortable with it like if i go back and not to compare the two but if i go back and watch jesse's interview with robin roberts I didn't see that. Mm. I didn't see that. I didn't see that behavior. Just to keep that in the back of everybody's mind. Okay. All right, let's move on. Cowboys David Irving, while smoking, <laughs> announces on Instagram live that he's quitting the NFL. Irving was suspended indefinitely by the NFL last week for violating the league's drug policy. David Irving, the Cowboys defensive lineman, who was suspended indefinitely last week for violating the NFL's drug policy, announced on Twitter, on Instagram Live, Thursday night, that he's quitting the league. So if you were suspended indefinitely, Mm -hmm. how are you quitting? (laughs) I'm just trying. That's some hot shit. (laughs) That's some, that's. 
that's that's immature shit. nigga shit. That's like they've already sat you down, told you that you fired. Like say you work at yeah. the post office. They I already quit that sat. Shit. Yeah, I quit that shit. That's that's what you do and say to save face. The thing is, you decided that getting high meant more to you than than yeah. your career, and that's fine. That's where you are. But this this extra shit, I don't know. This, I, I don't know. But were people? Because I don't follow the man But like when he dropped it Were people like hell yeah Or did he get support Did he get likes I think most like, people said the same thing I said They already suspended him <laughs> What the fuck are you quitting Like what the fuck are you talking about Like I don't I, don't, I didn't get the point Like No I don't get the point either the head, Again this is another case Like if you just saw the headline And you just fought it Like yeah We need to legalize They need to re, re, Uh what is it? Uh, get rid of that rule about marijuana, which I totally agree. I agree, uh-huh. but they haven't, and this is where we are. Yeah. Like my job has a drug policy. I can either decide that I, I want that check and those benefits, so or I want to, <laughs> or I want to smoke good. But the thing is, like they don't do random. Like when you, upon getting the job, you get a, a drug test, right? But they don't so, do randoms unless. Nah. And now that was with my old job. You don't, we we took one initially, mm-hmm. and then they wind up eradicate. They wind up getting rid of that rule mm-hmm. altogether. But they would never test you unless you had. Unless they were fitting to fire yeah. you anyway, because yeah. you came in with your drawers around right. your ankles. <laughs> <laughs> but that shit. but that went for alcohol abuse too. Mm-hmm. So if you come in smelling like a pint, we're gonna have a talk with you. Yeah. Want to sit down and talk to you. So. <laughs> like we got quiet right at the right time. <laughs> Thank you, Wishbone. <laughs> oh man, what is he gonna do now, though? Is he gonna go work at the bank or something? Like, what, should, what I mean, it's do? other leagues. Oh, that is true. Okay. And I don't know what their policies are. I would have to do some research to dig that up. But there's other leagues, and I, I would love, I would love to see some competition for the NFL. To be honest, because I love the game. And and a lot of these cats who don't make it in the draft or get cut, who still have some athleticism about them, join the arena league. I go, I go support that shit. They got like eight games right now. We need more. And there's more athletes. First of all, excuse me, Mister Sixty uh, Seventh Rounder. <laughs> what? God damn. Sixty <laughs> Seventh Rounder. Drop your pride. <laughs> Go to the arena league, bro. Drop your pride. Stop coming home and telling us how you going, how you working out. Mm. I mean, a lot of people you know a lot of people who know people. <laughs> a lot of people from the neighborhood come home and tell you they working out because mm-hmm. they didn't make it. They got cut. Go to the arena league. No, nah, I'm I'm a, I'm a trapping in. No, no, no. The party done. Nah. It didn't work. You you couldn't be the fifty third man. No. So let's just. You couldn't be the practice squad man. Let's just go. Let's go do something else. Arena league is is entertaining. I know it's not the money you're looking for. You still get your head bust. Drop the pride. That was just a message to all of them. <laughs> Tired of seeing that shit in my timeline. <laughs> Where you at? I'm working out. Oh goodness. Well, no, you're not. No, you're not. You here with me? How you working out? But you here with me? <laughs> Eating my grilled meats. Drinking what I'm drinking. You not yeah, working you're out? You not working out? That's your fifth hot dog. The fuck out of here. 
That may or may not have been the best for somebody. <laughs> <specific>. <laughs> I'm gonna say, do we know that they listen to the show? They might. Fuck them. Go to Arena League. <laughs> Shut it out. It's very specific. Maine GOP mayor resigns after calling calling elderly black people antique farm equipment. That don't took you the fuck out, oh. me. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. Get your sister, man. That joke fucked her all the yeah, way up. Yeah, that joke fucked her all the way up. But to be fair, he just cut each and every one of our grandparents up. He just flamboyed all them niggas. God Wait, damn. Flamboyed? Flamboyed. Flamboyed, nigga. This guy. I wasn't ready. Shit, I should have had sound effects on deck for this shit. This nigga, <laughs> this nigga said shithole countries ain't shit. I got oh something for God. that ass. Oh shit! Reese, <laughs> how did you get that red? <laughs> oh my God! Headshot. That nigga. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh. First of all, <laughs> I want to make the meme now. Miss Janelle. Ma'am. You can't tell me that you didn't the least giggle. Good. As offensive as that shit Yo. is, that shit is funny. Like, that nigga hit that shit spot on. God. Damn. I don't even care what the rest of this article says. <laughs> no, it his, don't matter. His man set him the fuck up though. He his man's was going back and forth on the text and he was giving him shit back like yikes. Whoa, buddy. <laughs> but he just collecting them bitches. He just collecting <laughs> Yo. The story fucked me up. As okay, I was hitting okay. send to y'all, yes. Alright, right, let me get myself together. <laughs> Shane Bouchard, the Republican mayor of the second largest city in Maine, stepped down after leaked emails and texts showed the joke that elderly people <laughs> were antique farm equipment. Elderly black people were antique farm equipment. In private messages that were released by a woman. Oh, they put her name out there. Released by a woman, Heather Everly Barube, who alleged to have had an affair with Bouchard. Oh, Yo, it was, yeah. during his campaign, the main Republican reportedly told a racist joke. Quote, all, all my jokes are quite racist, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> LOL, baby! End quote. He reportedly said it in a text later adding, quote, what do you call two old black people sitting on your front lawn end quote <laughs> antique farm equipment <laughs> Barub wrote back yikes <laughs> Barub released that text exchange as well as more than 150 yes. additional texts <laughs> oh, she shared shit. with Bouchard on Wednesday according to the pages this nigga need to release this uh, book yeah, yeah. I would buy. <laughs> I'd buy the shit out of uh, 150 racist black jokes. Yeah, I would definitely buy, <laughs> I'd buy the fuck out of them. <laughs> I think we need to do an exchange at the next racial meeting. Yeah, yeah at the next race conference. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'll give you 150 of ours. Mm. You give us 150 of yours. Yeah. We bring the Asian caucus in. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all have a good laugh. So what y'all think about each you know how we think about each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> bring the Polacks. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that still is that oh, offensive? Oh man, if there are any Polish listeners, I'm, is that offensive? I'm so sorry, sorry. Polish, <laughs> Polish people. Sorry, Polacks, Russians. Said it like an American. I did. <laughs> Italians. I I need the Italian book. Oh, say shit. They yeah. probably coming for everybody. Now. Oh, I need the Italian book. Barub. <laughs> okay, let me see. The exchange involving the racist joke was also reportedly came roughly two months before internal emails from Bouchard's opponent in the past election, Ben Chen, were made. Oh, he probably said some wild shit about Ben Chen. (laughs) 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 I've got a few jokes for Ben Chen. I don't even know what's going on. Just off the name. I don't even know know what race he is. Just Ben Chen. In one of those hey, emails. Hey, listeners, y'all gotta hit us up in the in the in the group with your best Ben Chin jokes. Yes. That just go. <laughs> in one of those emails, Chin said he had encountered a bunch of racists uh, while campaigning. Chin's comments were report- reportedly considered divisive by some, and partly cost him the race, according to the local paper. Barub who had previously volunteered for Chen's campaign, oh, okay, I see the tie-in, mm. also said that she was a source of the internal emails obtained by the main GOP. Oh, she, he sent an operative mm-hmm. GOP to attack Bouchard's Democratic oppo- opponent. Bouchard resigned from his position as mayor of Lewiston on Friday morning. His resignation is reportedly effective immediately. Oh, this was a setup. This was a... <laughs> Oh, ben Chen said, "Make fun of me if you want." Fuck you, talking about <laughs> coming for your spot. Ben Chen. Ben Chen to the bad bitch over and got him got the fuck it. out of here. Seen this before, my rookie jet, rookie days, Johnson, Honey Pot. What? Mm-hmm. Operation Honey Pot, nigga. Oh god. Mm. But nigga. <laughs> Retired farm equipment, <laughs> antique farm equipment, nigga. Goodness gracious! I can't. Uh, I, I I I tried to read that story three times this week, and every time I just threw the phone. <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple of uh, we have a couple of listeners who are of the other race, <laughs> <clears throat> who have. Uh, Dads and uncles. Let's see me sit down and exchange some jokes. <laughs> Let them fly, man. I have an uncle that, that, that has them just cocked and loaded. <laughs> I think this might break peace to the world. Yeah, you know? just get that. It's like, it's like a purge. Yeah. Let, let all your. Yeah, for one day. <laughs> just talk your shit. Talk your shit. Let them fly. And then the audience votes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch uh, The Masked Singer at all? 
No, I, I only watched your stories about the right. Masked Singer. That shit was wild. Man. It was wild, corny, but wound up being a hit. They probably gonna make another one. Oh, God. Like they can't understand. Like you can't hear the voices of the people. Those suits just look so uncomfortable. I oh, thought it was T Pain a- dropped about forty pounds. He had to. Oh jeez. That monster joint looked wild. If you Google the monster costume and the type of mic they always handed him, that shit looked like a pimp cane. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was wild. I stayed away from the show, but, but he won though. Right? He won okay. over Gladys Knight, which was wild. But you know, whatever. I understand the millennials. I get it. But T Pain, it took me a little while. Actually, T Boom guessed all them joints. Oh, okay. But Gladys Knight was just so obvious. Her anybody voice is over, just yeah. Anybody over a certain age, she was the B or something. Yeah. I saw her singing something, and I didn't know what was going on. I'm just scrolling through, and somebody played a clip. I said, oh, that's Gladys Knight, and kept scrolling because mm-hmm. her voice is just that. She you know, she tore down Sia's uh, Chandelier. Oh, okay. She sang a version of Chandelier, and I, I want her. I want that. Okay. Mm. They need to release that. Okay. So she slowed that bitch down. Mm. Oh, it was beautiful. Put it right in the key. She, oh, it, was, it was fucking amazing. Uh, doctor tells patient that he doesn't have long to live through a hospital robot <laughs> video screen. Is that how you want to be told? <sighs> this is where we are. This is technology. This is advancement. I wouldn't want to be told that way, but a player like <clears throat> me would do it that way. <laughs> you being a doctor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I can see it. <laughs> I can definitely see it. This is your insurance, C major. Oh, this is some Kaiser <laughs> shit. <laughs> so keep Kaiser playing them games. <laughs> keep that in mind with your next visit. No, like, we don't oh, have no I, bedside oh, I manner. changed over. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you, you see the robot coming around the corner. Fuck, nigga. I'm gonna be going to mob doctors. The robot said he might not make it home though. <laughs> the robot went hard, and then you couldn't even hug him. <laughs> You couldn't even give me hit him with the give it to me straight, Doc. <laughs> the robot came to like looks left. I got no I actually got no other programming. <laughs> got no choice but to give it to you straight, my nigga. <laughs> fucked up here, B. You fucked up. <laughs> the robot uh the voice programming on the robot is set to like a sensible, sensitive setting, right? Mm-hmm. And then the the patient has a hard time hearing, <laughs> so he had to ask him again. Like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> the robot said, "Nigga, you're <laughs> 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 going home. Like, you, it's, it's, you're dying in the car, B. Uh, no. <laughs> it's crickets. Sorry, it's over. Made <laughs> just fucking face." Right? <laughs> You got about 30 <laughs> minutes. If that. <laughs> if you want to go lay down downstairs, just in the morgue, and we just, <laughs> just, <laughs> we just go from there. <laughs> this, is, this is Nurse Bot. You can save us. <laughs> you can save us a lot of time. Go ahead and prep yourself. <laughs> nurse Bot's going to take you down to, <laughs> to morgue bot. <laughs> We're going to take you to the pre-morgue. 
my boy can love your chest where they gonna do the cutting. <laughs> you can you can get all this ready. <laughs> we'll take you to the pre morgue room where it's warm. <laughs> we'll make sure it's peaceful. You but you're not gonna make it. <laughs> take, talk to morgue bot seven zero. He'll get you right, and then morgue bot eight zero. He's gonna actually do the uh, decision. <laughs> Don't worry, Nurse Bot's gonna call your family. <laughs> but you, you, if I wasn't clear before, sir, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> oh shit! All right, let's get. Let's wait. You got that right. You're dying. <laughs> Spot coming with that little hat. <laughs> oh shit! If the nurse bot got on Crocs, yeah. You know? oh. Got a black nurse bot. You just come in like, hmm. black nurse bot. Coming like, huh? Hmm. <laughs> black nurse bot. Smell like carry out. I'm not thinking about this shit. I'm you know, all black nurses got that bottle of soda, that bottle so of can why of soda. But have the with Pepsi? a straw in it. <laughs> what, what would the bot need with the Pepsi? I'm and the just saying. We got oil in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There you go. I'm not doing this. We answered all your questions. <laughs> like, uh, I'm gonna need mill- just like the bot would. <laughs> I'm gonna need all you millennials to chill out with the pineapple thing. So what's what's going on? You don't know what's going on. With this the is pineapple? beyond me. Um, apparently a video was circulating. That instead of like going through the struggles of slicing the the outer scalings of a pineapple, you can simply cut the top and then use those leaves and the scales to break pieces off the pineapple and eat them. And since that first video was released, I've been seeing clips of millennials going (coughs) replicating the video. Okay. And doing like posting reaction vids, things of that nature. Y'all ain't never like y'all ain't never fuck with pineapples. <laughs> I'm sorry, none of y'all did. I never seen a millennial eat a pineapple. What? <laughs> I never seen a millennial go to the grocery store and buy a pineapple. So cut it out. Leave my pineapples alone. That's a. And who cares? Who cares how you eat the pineapple? As long as you don't waste it. I hate the video. I hate the the titles. You've been eating it all wrong. Because no, you haven't. If you've been eating pineapples, you've been eating them. The thing is, I I mentioned that the technique isn't new. Only because I I heard my mother went to Hawaii. Went to the the pineapple processing spot. Garden of Eden. (laughs) (laughs) And, And so I'm hip. But the thing about it though is it's not practical. It's not as 
it's not as easy if you don't have a perfectly ripe pineapple. If you live in the DMV, the odds of you getting <laughs> that perfectly ripe pineapple are pretty slim outside of about two or three weeks. So it's like, yeah, you can do that, but go buy the fucking slices and order chunks because oh, I got time for this <laughs> shit, dog. Because it doesn't work and it's very messy. If you've got a, a pineapple that's ripe enough for you to just pull it apart, it's super juicy. Pineapple juice is very sticky. It's mm-hmm. an issue. Also, if you, I don't know what y'all know. <laughs> if some of y'all are just seeing pineapples for the first time, you're not gonna eat a whole pineapple in one sitting. Fuck you think this? It's very difficult to to preserve if you pull it apart like that. Whereas if you got your slices or your chunks, you can usually put them in a bowl or in a jar mm-hmm. or something, put them in the fridge. So just some things to think about. If you're sharing the pineapple, do you want a bunch of people reaching in, pulling it? And it's a thing, yes. But you haven't been eating them wrong if you slice your pineapple. To be honest, the shit looks stupid. <laughs> I watched the same video five times and I just don't get it. I'd like to go back to something that Miss Janelle said earlier. Before, Thank you for all the analysis. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. I've known about this. I mean, <laughs> but I know enough about it to know that it's not practical. My mother travels <laughs> to Hawaii where pineapples were invented. <laughs> where, where pineapples grow. Where pineapples were invented. With a, with a god like of Malaysian pineapples. hair. The god of pineapples uh, <laughs> stood on mountaintops. And bless my mother. <laughs> Himself personally, I'm just with the lava coming out of the volcanoes. <laughs> I stood there with the god of of pineapples, and he blessed me, and I shared that knowledge with my daughter. I was given the golden pineapple of truth, to which I will always pass down. And it's just one of them things. It's like, okay, it's things that people don't know. Like people don't know how to slice a mango. Apparently, there's hacks or there's videos about that people don't know how to deal with a dragon fruit there's vid- the thing is stuff that just because it pops up on your timeline doesn't mean that it's exclusive or hot or whatever it just I to me I, I was just like I'm surprised that people are I'm, you mean your mother <laughs> your mother wasn't blessed by the pineapple gods what do you mean in Maui yeah. <laughs> 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 I've watched it. Uh, the golden pineapple. Of truth. Pineapple was being The molten lava. My mother was <laughs> rewarded with six perfectly ripened pineapples so that she could show me but the, the way. Thing, uh, the thing <laughs> to properly pick a pot. Pick a pot. A pineapple for a feast. The thing is, I eat a lot of fruit. I then we used those scales and a luau. <laughs> Placed them over our nipples and danced. <laughs> While the African gods beat their drums. <laughs> and yes, the I, African I gods were in Hawaii. Yes. I pay attention to how fruit gets like when people were discovering that that primates peel the banana from the bottom, it's like it My mother went to <laughs> to the planet of the apes. And she, she, she lived with them. 
I'm you saying see that's it all. something that I peep for myself. Just because my mother took me, <laughs> took me to see the honey. I was there with Caesar. Caesar. I'm just saying. Caesar said you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Listen, take this, Miss Janelle. Flip it upside down. And this is how Wait you. Wait a minute, Caesar's from South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. De- First of all, I'm not dealing with y'all niggas. Second, y'all know my Steve. Y'all know how I am with the fruits. Hey, come on now, it's 2019. Let's not be. Don't use that language. Out of all people yeah. on this podcast, yeah. y'all, you y'all, know, y'all know that I'm fruit friendly. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> I've got to say I've introduced Greece to some fruits, but that's a whole other show. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, I don't man. think she needs your help. I don't need <laughs> Ixnay on the fruit. <laughs> I do so like I, I was just saying it matter of factly and you came at me kind of kind of harsh uh, just seemed real you know, but... yeah. yeah the Hawaii shit was wild that was wild it's not wild <laughs> no that was wild, wild. that's where they be but I didn't bring it to the house because I'm like this shit is not practical mm-hmm. you know what it's reserved for the pineapple gods you know what we want to get into uh, let's get into something serious. Have, you, have your eyes stopped leaking? I'm, I'm good. All right, we're gonna get into this Michael Jackson doc um, that was released last week with uh, James Safechuck and Wade Robson, who both gave their own accounts of alleged sexual misconduct and molestation allegations aimed at Michael Jackson. It was a four-hour doc. Um, And then I thought that was going to be it. And then Oprah (laughs) Oprah tap danced in with an hour-long after-the-doc conversation uh, in a room full of survivors. And then they talked more about it. Now, that part I didn't finish. I didn't watch Oprah's part. Anybody outside of me seen all? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Janelle, you saw the part first one. part one. Yeah. CJ, have you seen any? I haven't seen any. Okay. Cool. I like that. I like that we are sitting here with various levels of information, hmm. so we can. At the onset, when this video, when this documentary was being produced, when it was greenlit, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's estate tried any and every way to stop it from coming out. Um, they even sued HBO. Mm. Um, they've tried to release, or they did release, limited footage from his concert, from Michael Jackson's concert on the same day for Michael Jackson fans. Like, here, watch this. Um, they released it at the same time as the documentary uh, premiered. Wade, both Wade and James were on the stand in defense of Michael Jackson during the 
the trials when Michael was alive. So the questions that most people have are, who know that, who have that knowledge, are wondering why now? He's dead. Why now would you come out with this story? And I found myself looking for motivation. Like, what, what is the motivation? Well, let's do some more research. And found they were both named in a, a lawsuit, a civil lawsuit against Michael Jackson's estate. Wade Robson was up for, had, or had applied or interviewed or asked to be the musical director, not musical director, but the creative director for the Cirque du Soleil Michael Jackson themed show. He was denied, he was told that he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't get that job. Um, and I don't know what county, but there was a court in California that actually threw out both of their cases. I believe that was the civil, right? Mm -hmm. So they decided to join forces and do this documentary. Yeah. All right, Miss Janelle, pick it up. What were your thoughts after seeing part one? My thoughts were that, okay, I, I, I looked at the layout of it. I looked at the way that credibility was being established with the documentary. I looked at how they had, you know, diagrams of Neverland and floor plans and very specific details about it. Like they gave a lot of extraneous details leading up to the discussion of the sexual abuse. And I thought that that was interesting. I thought that that was very calculated. I thought that... This kind of proves that they were in the house. Yeah, that they were in the house. Right. Which, in truth, hundreds of people can say, because Neverland was a theme park and he regularly had kids there Mm -hmm. and their families. I thought it was very interesting... Um, the Safe Chucks family well his mother um, and then Wade's brother and sister mother was it also his grandmother yes that was involved yes um, they they did a lot of extra they discussed their family dynamic they discussed his father's mental state like it all tied into this situation and I didn't understand how it did, but I thought that it was crafty again to, to add that to this particular series. Um, Mm -hmm. I found it interesting that the way in which Wade in particularly in particular, excuse me, discussed Michael Jackson's relationship with Macaulay Culkin as he saw it as well as the other young man from Australia I don't remember his name Mm -hmm. the way that he saw it Um, 
and the way that he expressed the jealousy that he had mm-hmm. and feeling as though he was replaced. And I saw how quickly they flashed up at the end that both of those people denied that there was ever any issue mm-hmm. um, with Michael Jackson. And I don't say that to, to put anything on whether or not what Wade and uh, what's the other guy's name? James. James claim happened. I just found it inter- interesting the way that they just kind of flashed. Oh, by the way, it said it ain't happened over there, but, <laughs> you know. Because, you know, with a molester, every every kid that you encounter, you're not necessarily molesting. The thing that, that stayed in my mind was that they both came to his defense, which people... Uh, in Wade's case, twice. Twice. In 2005, at the age of 23, he also... Spoke on behalf of Michael Jackson. Then we also discussed on this show that his initial suit was, his initial claim was that Michael Jackson had not touched him, but that it was a member of his staff. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I came into this with was the understanding that these gentlemen have the capacity to not tell the truth. Mm-hmm. One would just have to decide at what point, if any, they did tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And and that's where I that's where I left it. Um, I'm gonna read a quote from one of Michael's former attorneys, um, a gentleman by the name of Mister Mister Oxman, I believe. Uh, he told the Daily Mail, "We've heard the prosecution were planning to make a case that Michael had abused Wade. Uh, obviously, we reached out to Robson after that." to ask him to give evidence about what he knew. Um, He was hesitant at first to go public in this case, but did always say Michael never touched him. We weren't sure he was going to give evidence, but he kept calling me asking about the progress of the case. Uh, He was very concerned and was so upset that he had a change of heart. And I was charged with taking his deposition. I spent many hours talking to him on the phone. Cannot tell you how many countless times Robson told me Michael didn't do this. Um, this boy shouldn't be doing this. And this is in the case of the 2005 case. Mm-hmm. He always tried to reach Michael and told me, can you get a message to him that we are in his corner and added, I will do whatever it takes to be there for Michael. Oxman says the detailed de- deposition covered every aspect of Robson and Jackson's relationship and the allegations of abuse the prosecution asserted. That's in the case of Robson. You can find countless reports on Robson. James Safechuck, on the other hand, a little, it, it, it's not that much information out there about this gentleman. But for the fact that they were both in the same lawsuit against the estate. Uh, I watched both. Uh, both parts of the document, documentary, excuse me. And I was I was starting to feel away. I can't mm-hmm. even front. I was sitting there listening to the detailed accounts. One thing that stuck out to me, and I don't know if this is true. This is purely my observation, mm-hmm. is that they both of their stories of the abuse were very different. Mm. They were both very different. And in my in my head, I'm thinking 
these stories should be somewhat similar. Hmm. And I didn't, I didn't see that. Okay. Um, their ages were similar. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the families were invited over were similar. So the indoctrination or the introduction to the to Neverland was similar, mm-hmm. but the actual accounts of the physical uh, touching was different. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I can't speak to being molested. I was not molested. But in my head, I would think, and somebody could please DM me, tell me I'm wrong. If you, if you have a way of doing things, I think people are systematically programmed to repeat those actions. Hmm. And I just feel like their stories were very far apart. What I found interesting when you mentioned that their stories about the abuse was very far apart, Corey Feldman made a statement saying that everything that they that they both said about the way that the families were treated in mm-hmm. the home and everything, everything was in line. Mm-hmm. Except that part. Yeah. And and he said, I got the same thing. My family got the same thing. There was no sexual abuse. Macaulay Culkin said years ago that, again, my family was taken in. He became part like of the family. family. Right. There was no abuse. So when you, when you say that, we've got four gentlemen whose lives intertwined with Michael Jackson in the same way in the same way and at some points during the same time during the same time but that the abuse was different I I, I see what you're saying where you're like I don't know what the steez is of one who would do that but if every if there's a pattern of behavior Mm -hmm. everywhere else why Why would there be a pattern of behavior that's the only thing that that stood out for me okay and um yeah that was only like I was out they was Wade's account in particular was jarring i mean it was jarring Mm. it was disturbing uh i had there was several moments i had to get up and walk away it was really really hard to watch and then i I listened to james safe chuck's accounts again jarring in a different way Mm -hmm. disturbing in a different way it was just yeah, it was just different. Like, okay. the, you know, the acts itself, you know, you can't really parse how different those acts were, mm-hmm. but just the way it went down just seemed very different to me. Um, That was my opinion. That was what I took away from it. I didn't know about the Oprah thing, and after the second documentary, the second part finished, and I saw Oprah sitting in a room with... I'm like, I, th- I thought Oprah retired. That was my first thought. <laughs> I thought she was done. Mm. Right, that was my first thought, and then I started thinking because in my in my head I'm always trying to connect dots and figure out. Okay, we we hearing a lot about this. What's going on? Uh, where can I connect some dots here? And then I'm like, okay, Gail just did the fucking interview with R. Kelly. Oprah's doing this interview with the survivors of, uh, of you know the alleged abuse victims of Michael Jackson. Something going on here. Am I missing like am I am I reaching for some type of connection here or am I like Harvey Weinstein's trial also started this past week? Oh, 
and they're buddies. I'm just saying. Hmm. I'm not on no whole tub shit though, where mamas are like, no, mama earth. No, what I'm saying is, as we're discussing sexual assault victims, survivors, predatory things, and people, and a lot of people are saying. Ain't nothing happened to Harvey Weinstein. No, it's it's in effect. Dog, shit happened in the Harvey. <laughs> shit happened in the. What's, what's my man from House of Cards? Like, yeah, man, shut the fuck up. It's up. It's up. A shit happening. Damn, the I'm old saying. niggas in the get lobby. On, get on work. your whole tap shit. I'm not on that shit. <laughs> well, I'm what's saying? No, I'm just saying I've seen a lot of memes and shit. Like, well, Oprah ain't had nothing to say with such and such, but it's like, nah, it's not. I, I don't know what the hell Oprah's got going on. I'm saying this has been a hard. Get on uh, your uh, shit, Mister Now. This has been a heavy week as far as that stuff goes and for people who are like oh y'all talk about R. Kelly ain't nobody talk about Harvey Harvey is getting dealt with currently oh yeah like we we in here to the east my brother to the east (laughs) yes get your shit off and what I'm saying as I always say on this show the level of facts that I have are zero in the case of Michael Jackson he's passed away like I said, we know that these gentlemen have the capacity to not tell the truth. You just have to decide at what point they did tell the truth. Y'all know where I stand on R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Y'all know yeah. my steeds when it comes to Harvey. I want to see justice done. Y'all know that I'm a survivor. I don't, I don't, I don't hide my bias, but I also respect when I don't know what's going on. I'ma beat the shit out of C Major. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is what's going on. It's been a heavy just saying, week. You, you got, it has been a heavy week, absolutely. That's why I had to lighten it up a little bit, give you a little X Clan. <laughs> when you used to talk your hotel shit. <laughs> Specifically said that I'm not on hotel. Oh, you just uh, triggered yeah. me though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I mean, you know, you can say that, but it triggered. Uh, I, I immediately, I, I immediately typed in X Clan. <laughs> oh man, well that's our take of the whole Leaving Neverland docu series, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think we're gonna leave it, leave it just as that. It was. I don't have I don't have enough evidence to say whether Michael did it or not. What I can say is I can see both sides. I can see, and I, I saw his nephew go on an interviewing tour to try to. I saw his his um, lawyers go on an interview tour. I've even seen Corey during the when the film was released at a festival. I don't know if it was Sundance, but when it was released at a, a festival, Corey Feldman. Was still like this. Just isn't true. Uh, Macaulay Culkin has come out and and said this. It still isn't true. Like I'm tired of y'all asking me. It's just not true. Um. So, I don't mean to, or in no way are we trying to link the two cases because mm-hmm. they're two very different cases. Um, if you want to look for evidence in R. Kelly's situation, there's there is a video. There yeah. just there just is a video yeah. now, and the case a lot of people you know who are caping for R. Kelly, even though he won that trial, that trial didn't mean that he wasn't in the video. It just meant that the video wasn't conclusive. Yeah, that's all. This that's all they're saying. And it's there were jurors that. who said 
that at the time of the trial, the young lady was of age, and they could not picture her as a little girl. Right. That was it. They that was believe. all it was. Yeah. They, they just said the video was inconclusive, meaning you can't tell the age of the girl in the video. That was it. But that was him in the video. Yeah. Um. So, you know, canceling Mike, there's a lot of people on social media. There's a media. lot of people moving swift with it. Yeah. Mm. But, again, these are also... I'm not even gonna get into. No, I'm not gonna get into the demographics of the survivors, but okay, people move swift when it's mm-hmm. certain people. I just, I hate to be, I hate to be on the, <laughs> on, I hate to sound like I'm caping. <laughs> the caping for Mike sounds sounds similar to how people was caping for Bill, <laughs> and I don't want to do that. Okay. I don't want to do that, but I feel that way. Okay. There's a lot that Michael Jackson's estate is responsible for. There's a lot of money. And where there's money, people come out of the woodworks. Uh, I thought, And then I was mostly interested in when I saw Wade's... Uh, I'm a fan of Wade. Let me just... I'm going to jump out there. I'm a, okay. let, me, let me also include that. I've been a fan of Wade, Wade Robson's choreography for years mm. for years i've learned his shit i fuck with nsync and them i fuck mm. with their dance moves i fuck with the shit he did with britney i fuck with the shit he did on so you think you can dance because he had several several seasons on that where he choreographed pieces that were fucking masterful i followed him on youtube to learn some dances like he's a genius at what he does mm. And I can't, it's it's hard for me to, he's one of, he's in that, that, that place, he's, he's in that place of, do I still fuck with his artistry, mm. even though I feel a certain way about his character? Mm. This is Wade. I don't, even after all, after everything I've seen, I don't feel that way about Michael. Mm-hmm. I feel that way about Wade, though. Mm. But that's just me. And I'm a, you know, I'm a fan. We're fans of dance. Very much so. And and would you contend that Wade is a, a gift to the yeah. dance? He, he's he been a gift Wait, to the oh, dance. I've been world. in the lab with you yeah. where we perfecting some of the shit that he put there. I know. I know what it is. So it's tough for me. It, this It's not just Michael. Because in, in, if I were to go off a of recency, I've been recently more of a fan of Wade than Michael. So I want to believe him. It's just hard to. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure I included that. Mm-hmm. You know. The thing is, we we said we was finished. Yeah, yeah. It's a tough one, man. It's been a tough week, and meanwhile, nobody's talking about Mr. Weinstein, like you said. For people, for the people who are asking, how come ain't nobody nothing happened? What things are happening? You just the way that. Our culture is set up. If we, if you looking at Black Twitter, they not following what's going on. But yeah. but the litigation yeah. go has over, begun. Go over to white Twitter. <laughs> You'll see it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta you know leave out one room, go in another mm-hmm. room. Sometimes you, we d- get into bubbles. Sometimes add a, add another username to Twitter <laughs> and stay in white Twitter for a minute. You'll get all the news. That's what I have. I have about three accounts. Uh, black Twitter. 
podcast Twitter, mm. and then white Twitter. You try to get all the information at once and decipher for yourself what you believe. Yeah, and and and, and try to step back from the what aboutism. Yeah, and if you're interested in a particular case or interested in a particular person, gather as much facts as you can, but also recognize that there's still going to be elements that are left out because you're not in the room. You were never in the room. Mm-hmm. So That's go where your heart tells you. Make the moves that you need to make. Sometimes be quiet if you need, <laughs> if you need to be quiet because if you, you recognize that the information that you have is limited, as I think that we do here on Reels and Feels, you, you leave room to accept new information you leave room to to change your mind about things without it being without somebody pulling up these tweets in 2025 saying i remember when you said yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> i uh did a, a gig last night and i consciously avoided michael mm. because I, I didn't know the temperature of the room okay i mean it's not it's it's and that was the first time like I worked to avoid a Michael song mm-hmm. or Jackson song in particular. I actually saw a cat that I follow. He's a DJ and he said he played Rock My World. That's the song. And, <laughs> and he said it kept the party moving. And then one of his homeboys came to him and was like, yo, you played that Michael Jackson. Did you see the documentary? And he was like, you know, nah, I haven't seen it, but I didn't know that that would have been a thing. And it didn't appear to be the thing in this particular party where I do understand that a lot of stations and and things because he was a he's a pop star um so there are people outside of black folks mm-hmm. dealing and moving swiftly to remove um michael jackson from their playlists they're, they're like a, hey man it took me all week to watch the first part so there's people who are not right right where they are but you you Again, you don't know what the room I didn't is going to say. I didn't know. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't gauge the temperature of the room. It was a mixed crowd. Well, not mixed. It was all black, but it was a mixed-aged crowd. Mm-hmm. And you got you, you to gotta be smart about that as well. Like, There's some people here who may be super sensitive to mm-hmm. that type of stuff. So like, I danced. I played everything. I, every song around Rock My World <laughs> was lit up. <laughs> and I was like, I'm still here. <laughs> I still keep coming back to the song. It would... It would work so well. Um, yeah. Uh, I feel like... I feel like we got it. I don't know. Maybe we need some more X-Clan. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need some more Bow Wow. There we go. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Never thought I'd say that. Need some more Bow Wow? Let's do it. Uh, all, that, all that feels good. <laughs> what did you ever... You gotta rinse off with Bow Wow. Think this, about this, that. This, this particular part of the song feels like it's rinsing. Fucking xylophone is rinsing the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of girls, so like I don't see no more, but ain't none of them at all. Thank you. Can't deal with it. Yeah. Okay, transitioning. <laughs> We're less than a week away from the bowling. We are. And uh C Major has been practicing. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 the look on his face. 
face when he said, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's stretching. <laughs> oh, uh, I had to get some practice rounds in the, uh, this evening. I heard that bets will be taking place, and since I'm not bowling, I'll hold the money. You can trust me. Wait a minute. What? Matter of fact, y'all, I'll hold the money. So if you want to challenge, you want to challenge C Major or Chicken Talk Food for that reason, they feel like I've talked to both of them. They feel like they can take your money. Oh, yeah, it's a good feeling. Yikes! It's strong. So and they're doing what is it per frame? You per said? frame. Damn, that's big money. We talking dollars? Woo. Dollars, shots. Yeah. Oof. Come on, man. How are we gonna get everybody EBT. home? Did <laughs> <laughs> you say you'll take that peanut butter? I'll take that. <laughs> you talking about the carton of eggs? <laughs> take all that. I'll take a carton of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> right. I might oh, throw one. Should. I might throw a ball for a carton. <laughs> <laughs> you'll risk your back. I for might risk my back for a carton of eggs. But it's next Saturday, 10 to 2, at Crofton Bowling Center. We'll have two lanes available. Once those two lanes fill up, you're on your own. So I recommend you get there on time. Yeah. Because we haven't locked in anybody. There's only going to be a few chairs available because I'm going to be asleep by around, <laughs> <laughs> by around 11.30. So. Yeah, so two two lanes, guaranteed. You see the body laid out Three on the chairs. bench. <laughs> we guarantee two lanes. That's all we can say. So if you want to get there, you want to make sure you can bowl with us for free, we'll take care of you. Two lanes. Once those two lanes fill up. <laughs> nigga, I need y'all to pay attention. Two lanes, nigga. That's it. That's it. She's saying it to you calm I'm and plain. saying it. And this is exactly what she's going to say it to you when you show up. Two lanes. <laughs> Talking about can I squeeze in on two, two lanes. Lanes. Now, if you're not bowling, you can come party with me at the bar. I'm going to turn that bar up. There's always like one old person in the back mm-hmm. at a bar that's creepy. Yeah. We're going to change the dynamic. We're going to change the dynamic in there. I think there's a jukebox in there. We might have a little small oh. party in there. Oh, oh shit! Try to find some find some hits from the nineties. Mm. Cause the DJ. Oh boy. <laughs> well, I'm not promising anything Let's about. Just say he wears jean shorts. My man is. He's been there since we were young. Yeah. He's been DJing that, that Millennium Bowl. Oh god! Since we, <laughs> since we were teenagers. <laughs> so. There's no, <laughs> there's no assurances there that you're gonna party, but we're gonna bowl. <laughs> we're gonna drink. We're gonna eat some good old fashioned bowling food. Yeah, dry pizzas, crisp wings, fries, fries, hella fries. Yeah, gotta lay that potato layer down, especially if people taking shots. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you can't come back to my crib. Sorry. Oh, well, that changes everything. No, that's uh, C major. I'm talking about. Oh. I'm talking to the listeners. Oh, okay. All right, never mind. Best still on. C, C major can ride with us, and we'll get him back to his car the oh, next okay. morning. But I can't. I can't guarantee that for anybody else, no, especially if I don't know you. Real shit. I'm not saying nobody can come back to my <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just saying it gotta be Ms. the right Jan- kind of person coming Ms. back. Janelle said wear great gray sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'll determine whether you can come back to my Was it March? <laughs> wear them basketball shorts, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
That's just what Miss Chanel said. <laughs> just saying. Well, you can always uh, find me on Twitter, T Greasy, Instagram, T Greasy. Uh, Miss Chanel? You can find me at Devious Dose. You can find me on Twitter at C Major, P U H C E E. That's C E E, Major, P U H C E E. You can find me on IG at C Major. That's C E E, Major. And it, it means even more now, today, in the. <laughs> And the struggle to, to promote my single. Absolutely. Fuck that UK nigga. Fuck that UK battle. Because he's popping up whenever you put C major in. But put C major vibrant or vibrant C major. Yeah. And you will find the boy. Hey, do what I do. Have that joint streaming all day. You ain't doing nothing. You ain't doing shit. You ain't listening to nothing for real. You me. really ain't. Turn it. If you don't want to have him cussing, turn the volume down. Stop. Stop. Get off Ha Ha Davis Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking listening, watching the same videos, and go stream that shit, man. If you want to fuck with uh, Co, he's dude in the corner on Twitter and on IG. Yeah. Um, shout out to the four people who have followed me on on the gram. Yay. Uh, it's been it's been lit this week. Oh, I dropped it, but the thing is, I dropped a throwback Thursday pick with my feet out. And I think I, I've attracted some foot freaks. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. And you had champagne by it. So there you go. Yeah. I, I think I, I awakened doing, a different kind of player. Keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, put that on the reels and feels. Right. <laughs> what you got for us, C Major? So, what we got right here is the homie Justice the Genius Child. He dropped the project called Genius. And on that project, he has a track called Young and Black. Available on all streaming platforms. Cannot wait for the moment I just see the day and give out to opponents I feel like I'm chosen to keep the doors open I'm taking my people to stay by the ocean Ay. Living my life like it's gold Long walks with Jill We talking and smoking It's hard in this world But keeping my head up I'm still doing me Just doing it better Work twice as hard Cause that's how it is Still love who I am And proud of my skin I'm about to dive in Forgetting my feet went go deeper and deeper To know all her secrets Ay. Kobe say the journey be the dream So I barely sleep on this race to the cream Gotta work hard when you're young and black Twice as much when you're young and black Yeah, the truth hurts, but it's all facts Gotta learn quick when you're young and black Gotta work hard when you're young and black Twice as much when you're young and black Yeah, the truth hurts, but it's all facts Gotta learn quick when you're young and black Gotta work hard when you're young and black Twice as much when you're young and black Yeah, the truth hurts, but it's all facts Gotta learn quick when you're young and black Gotta work hard when you're young and black Twice as much when you're young and black Yeah, the truth hurts, but it's all facts Gotta learn quick when you're young and black Grow tough skin when you're young and black Heard up before, gotta know how to react Forget about them, cause they on some other shit Staying outcast, blast off in the mothership Wearing all black, fuck the dress code Inhale the vibe, let the stress go Watching out for cops, don't unload R.I.P. the niggas whose stories go untold Bubba Marvin Gaye, like what's going on Lose a brother on the news, they tell us all Stay strong, I'm some walk around like it ain't wrong So by the date, gotta call him on the payphone But I'ma take my shot and if I miss that Fuck that UK nigga, dog.